This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Features actually allow you to control the content of the website. You find something online that you think is interesting, you just submit it over at freetalklive.com. It's show prep. Uh, it can be you know anything you want. Blog post, uh, news item, YouTube video. You submit it, then other listeners will vote as to whether or not they like whatever it is that you have suggested. And you get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. And there are interesting things there, but it doesn't catalog the entirety of all of the news in the world. And there's some news that just needs to be talked about. So we don't guarantee to talk about the top story at freetalklive.com. But if it is the top story, there's a good chance it will be discussed. In fact, the top story there is about San Francisco banning e-cigarettes or considering it. Uh, we may get to, get to that a little bit later. Of course, you get to call in about anything you want. But first, the big news that definitely needs to be out there, the Guantanamo situation. Uh, the WikiLeaks folks are back at it. They have more information and they are pouring it out all over the world, uh, this, submitting all Wiki- kinds of documents. WikiLeaks is probably going to be the closest thing we can get to some kind of accountability for government. Yep. Um, and, and hopefully more things like them will, will crop up and, <laughs> and start giving us some kind of free market version of accountability. So there's a lot of information to be imparted here, more than we could possibly impart to you. Uh, We will do our best to kind of give you a rundown of what has transpired. The Guardian over the UK has uh, has a report, as well as uh, I think Slate's Glenn Greenwald, he's talking about this. And Glenn Greenwald has been really good at following the foreign policy of the U.S. government over the last, uh, last decade or so. Uh, It's called the Guantanamo Files, and in case you haven't heard, more than 700 leaked secret files on the Guantanamo detainees lay bare the inner workings of America's controversial prison camp in Cuba. Now, what do we already know about about Guantanamo? We already know that they they have innocent people there, that there are people there who... Well, first of all, none of them have really had a trial of any sort, any kind of public trial. And there's not trial. one in, the, in sight in the near future for them. Right. Uh, they've just basically been detained indefinitely at this facility, which is located in Cuba. And they, you know, they're, the conditions in which they live are certainly not very nice. There have been uh, allegations of torture that have uh, you know, surrounded that, uh, that place. There was a really heartwarming piece about a former guard from Guantanamo Bay reuniting with a couple of the uh, the folks that have been let out because there have been some people who have been released over the years, thank goodness. Um, and the fact that these, you know, supposedly evil Muslim men, that these guys were forgiving towards this guard. And the guard was, at this point in his life, he had come to the realization that what he'd done was wrong. And it was just so amazing watching this. So I think it was a BBC presentation of some sort because I remember it was a British. Uh, no, I want I want to go see it now. I haven't seen that. Uh, I wish I could remember more details. I'm sure it's not too hard to yeah. find in Guantanamo inmates meet guard or reunite with guard. Uh, but it was really just you know made me want to cry uh, basically mm-hmm. watching this. And because it really showed that the Muslim people aren't the horrible hordes that uh, some people in this country would like you to believe that they're they're not all out to 
to kill everybody. Right. The, the huge, vast, overwhelming majority of them are not out. <laughs> right. Muslims, exactly. <laughs> right. They're you know, very peace-oriented people, the ones that I've, that I've met and I've talked to. So there are all kinds of things that, you know, we've already heard about Guantanamo, torture and, you know, locking up people that don't belong there and rounding up. I think uh, a lot of the folks in Guantanamo were there because, uh, if I'm recalling correctly, the U.S. military was paying, the government was paying a bounty to warlords in Pakistan who, if you would just bring us somebody who's bad... Supposedly, I remember them bragging about it. I think yeah. it was Rumsfeld was bragging about it and holding up money and going, this is how we're going to win the war, yeah. with money. And, and it worked. I mean, as far as well, the, getting people get, in their prison. If you're, if you're out to find victims, then I guess money can provide you some victims. So yeah. the warlords you know, rounded up whoever it was that owed them money or they didn't like or whatever, for whatever or just, reason. <laughs> yeah. Just in the right, wrong place someone at the wrong who's time. Like, someone who doesn't have a, have a you know, an alibi. <laughs> just, yeah. just about anyone. Just rounded them up. Turned them over to the U.S. government. They sent them off to Guantanamo where they call them terrorists. And they say that because they're an enemy of the state or whatever, that they don't deserve to have a trial. That Even though everybody supposedly has a right to certain things as they're no, by no. virtue of their being a human being. No citizens. They don't believe in, in, in this country. There's, there's this distinction between citizens and non-citizens, which to me is absolutely no better than flat-out racism. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, 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 to, it, I, I, people might make the defense that it's not a racist thing, and very often it's, I think it, it may not be, but I don't think it really matters. If you basically consider yourself better than someone else because you were born over some arbitrarily drawn line, then how is that any better than racism? It's certainly bigotry. I, I'd love to hear it, someone defend that notion. That, some, that, that oh, yeah. Being, you having more rights because you're a citizen, because you were born <laughs> over some arbitrary line, than someone else who was born over, over that arbitrary line on the other side of it. I'd love to hear that, too. less important than you and deserving of less rights than you are. Yeah, I, I would love to hear that, too, because anybody that – if you want to uh, bring that point up, you're certainly welcome to at uh, 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Because somebody who would take that position – would not have the foggiest clue as to what rights are in the first place. Uh, it's really no, it is no, it's not remarkable to me that you hear racism spoken in the same circles as nationalism so often. You know, you hear, mm-hmm. you know, white nationalists and things like that. And then, and there's actually this sort of migration, this attempt to move away from it being a race thing and being more about nationalism, like being able to have a, you know, a nation where you can treat people differently and, it's it's not remarkable to me that there is this sort of migration taking place to sort of soften the language, maybe, and and do the same thing, but with different pretenses so that it seems more acceptable. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. So if somebody were to take that position, Dale, and maybe they will, the phone mm-hmm. lines are open, uh, if somebody were to take that position that somebody is better because they were born on a certain plot of land or somebody deserves more rights because they were born on a certain plot of land or underneath a certain political uh, system, then it would really show that that person doesn't understand what rights are. Because the suggestion there is that you have rights by virtue of the government under which you live. That that is the source of rights, that rights come from man, that rights come down. They are handed down from a king. They are handed down from a president. They are handed down from a congress, some sort of political organization, that without political organizations, humans would not have rights, that the concept of rights uh, would not be you know, what it is. And it just, sorry, that's just not what rights are all about. It's, it's really at the core of why it all falls apart when you start to examine statism. I mean, it's – your premise – might the, the premises are just 
flaky to begin with. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if you have rights and, and rights, you know, people can believe different things about rights. We're certainly not the authority on anything. We're just talk show hosts. But what makes sense to me is that rights are inherent. Like you, you've got rights because you're a human being. You know, you have the right to life. You have the right to liberty. You have the right to whatever it is you have the right to. You have the right to it because you are not because you are born somewhere i do believe that rights are a creation of man but it but they but they make sense i mean they're logically derived this sort of the notion that that we will have a more peaceful society if we respect rights but that means that that i that i'm essentially saying to you for instance ian if you respect my rights i will i will reciprocate yep and this is why for instance we don't you know assign rights to say animals because they cannot really logically as soon as they show the ability to reciprocate then then we then I think you re, you respect them in kind. That would make sense. You know? I mean and and you know so it's like you know and 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 I think that's the idea it's it's logically derived this notion of rights based on being born across some arbitrary line has no basis in logic or reason. It's it's just completely arbitrary. You can bring up whatever you'd like here at 800-259-9231. We're going to tell you more about what the 700, obviously we'll only be able to tell you a sample, of what the 700 leaked files, thanks to WikiLeaks, uh, on the Guantanamo detainees have shown. We'll give you more detail on that. Also, we'd love to talk to you about rights. And uh, maybe you can answer Dale's call. Are you somebody who believes that you have more rights, that you're better because you were born on a particular plot of land known as the United States. It's Free Talk Live. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of the program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see them. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener and would like to be part of the Shrine, you can get details also at shrine.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. And if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you need to know about SACL CAI. They do early out billing, they purchase charged off receivables, and they do collections. And their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner right at the top of freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI as we go to your phone calls coming up. Details on the Guantanamo situation. First, Aaron is in Ohio. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Dale. Yeah, um, 
the thing I, the topic I wanted to bring up, uh, kind of a question I kind of wanted, a uh, thought I wanted to put on your guys' head is, um, uh, with 420 just passing, um, do you think a lot that there are people, a lot of people in this country who use marijuana basically as a form of civil disobedience? No. A lot? Define a lot. I doubt. I don't think a lot do, no. I mean, d- d- well, hold on a second. Well, to, to even say that one would be using marijuana as a form of civil disobedience would mean that one's use of marijuana would have to be public. Uh, I think generally that is how most civil disobedience is performed. And I don't see that happening generally. There are obviously on 420 this last week, we had 250 people out in front of the state house. But I don't think people are using it who don't, who wouldn't otherwise use it. They're just deciding to do it publicly for a certain event or something like that. Right. And, and many, many of those people, um, Clearly, those people are doing it for civil disobedience purposes. The people that are out in public doing it and pointing to themselves and saying, "Hey, you know, this is illegal and it needs to end, and we're doing this because we're 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 sick and tired of this war on drugs." I think that there are a good amount of people who are willing to do it on a civil disobedient, a civilly disobedient basis. But as Dale pointed out, most of the time they're just at home, and if you're sitting in your right. living room smoking pot, you aren't doing civil disobedience. You're just getting high. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I guess. I guess. I got that a little off. Uh, I guess I didn't mean to say like a lot of people, but if there are people out there who do do that, I I doubt it. I can't imagine many people that just decide suddenly to light up for the first time out in public as a form of civil disobedience who don't normally use to do it alone. No. Very very few. Not necessarily even alone with some people, but those people who are out in public using marijuana. I'm I'm pretty I'm fairly confident that they're all people who used it otherwise, and then they decided to do it publicly as a form of civil disobedience. Well, was well. that part of your question as to whether or not they would not do it otherwise? The, the impression I got was someone doing it just as a form of civil disobedience who might not otherwise do. Am I correct? And did I understand correctly? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that you know, the difference between marijuana drug and other drugs is marijuana is has been proven to be a harmless drug compared to you know all the other drugs that are illegal. Mm-hmm. That's a- that some people might just light up a joint in front of the White House or in front of a government building or something like that and say, I'm protesting the war on drugs by doing this joint. Take me to jail. Yeah, and what few what few things that, that it might be might have some sort of negative side effects from are almost certainly related just to the fact of breathing and smoke. Because there's other That's ways true. to and there's other ways to use it as a drug without that. You can you bake, bake it. You know, vape, vape, bake it into food or vaporize it. Uh, vaporizing, you know, pretty much reduces it to nigh I would nothing s- in terms of negative. I would say effects. that those people exist. I mean, the people that would smoke a joint simply for the purpose of doing civil disobedience, those people exist. They're very few and far between, however. Okay. Well, that's pretty much what I wanted to decide that you thought Thanks, about dude. That. Appreciate the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Most people that are smoking pot in public, though, aren't necessarily even doing it for civil disobedience purposes. They're doing it for, you know, they want to get high and they're in public for whatever reason. They're just reason. feeling more safe to do it. I mean, it's just, it's just, it is gradually, the demonization of this drug is... In the public eye is just losing steam. Thank is goodness. What it comes down. Yeah, thank goodness. And uh, I think it's just it's it's just a, it's a good sign. It's a good sign. I think you know that, that the public view of it has to change before laws can follow. Yeah, absolutely right. And people doing it out in public is, I think, going to help that. Obviously, when you do something like this, you take a drug and you use it for recreational purposes. 
which is really, I mean, there are some people that will come out and, you know, there'll be medical patients doing it in public as well. Quite a lot of people using Uh, it for medical purposes. And that's, those stories are obviously much more persuasive for folks, Mm -hmm. Uh, but just regular non-medical purpose, uh, recreational use can be very offensive to some people. You know know what though? You you just made me think of something. I I hate to interrupt you, but the, the whole, the notion of. In a sense, the recreational use of marijuana is almost a medical use of it if it causes you to avoid the use of more harmful drugs. I mean, there's a health mean. benefit to using marijuana, say, uh, and using either either not drinking or drinking a whole lot less. Great when point. alcohol is a very dangerous drug, so uh, I think it's I think in that sense, it's you know, recreational use of marijuana ought to be ought to be promoted over the recreational use of more dangerous drugs. You know, that that's a, a really great point, especially when it comes to young people. You know, you look at teenagers and the fact that if a teenager can't get his hands on some marijuana and he wants to get high, then the teenager may be more likely, not all of them, but some of them, the ones that are really interested in getting high, uh, may be more likely to huff some paint thinner or yeah, a to lot of experimental things. Yeah. huff some gasoline or, you know, find something that's a little more dangerous, like, you know, take a, take a bunch of prescription pills or pull something off raid, the shelf at the store. Raid grandmother's cabinet. Yeah. You may raid my, uh, grandmother's um Medicine cabinet in the bathroom, you know. And, and don't say for a moment that, well, oh, my child wouldn't do that. My teenage son or daughter knows better. Uh, you'd be surprised. Oh, there's, it's rampant. Kids go breaking, you know, snatching, sneaking out a few pills. But they don't know what the effects are going to be. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're just, oh, well, my grandmother takes it and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt her. So surely I can try it and, uh, you know, and just try it out, you know. And uh, you know what? Those things, some of those are very powerful, and they're prescribed for a specific medical condition. And you know, kids will take them randomly as as an experimentation. And like, they're so much better off going and smoking some marijuana than than doing stuff like that. It's very dangerous. Toll free number here tonight: eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We take your phone calls about whatever you want. Jeff is in Canada. Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Dale. Hey, nope, not quite in Canada, but the Great White North, nonetheless. All right, Jeff. Guys. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, just a comment first on the topic that I just heard you discussing with Dale, the, the pills. Uh, I've got something else I was interested in talking about, but just to address the pills, my kids are older now and all adults, but a few years ago when they weren't, um, I found out that two of my children, when they were with their mother, were in the habit of collecting medications just like that from not only uh, medicine cabinets in their mother's house, their grandmother's house, but as well as their friend's houses. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I found a couple of collections of pills when they would come to stay with me. One of my daughters had quite the collection of pills that I was able to identify. It was kind of scary, in all honesty. Once oh, I found yeah. out were they doing more than collecting them? I presume they were taking them as oh, well. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Hold that thought. We'll bring you back here in a moment. You can uh, continue to share your thoughts with us at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI, and you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. Thank you. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. All right. uh, Features including, by the way, the news updates. You can get signed up. And we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. So go to news.freetalklive.com. You can sign up for our email updates. You can follow our Twitter or Facebook profiles. Uh, Go to news.freetalklive.com. And, of course, uh, Dale, you have recently left Facebook and uh, for, for you, for good reasons, and so therefore we have alternative ways uh, to get in touch. So uh, yep. the email list, in fact, I think the email list is the best way uh, to keep in touch with Free Talk Live because Facebook, you're not going to see everything. If you're not logged in at the right time when the message is sent, it's going to be right, way, I'm, way back. I'm on the email list. Yes. I get updates. And- I like it. Yeah, so go to news.freetalklive.com. Regardless of what uh, method you prefer, there's probably one there that will suit you. Uh, so we continue here, of course. Uh, you you may uh, take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. We'll uh, touch more on the Guantanamo situation here in a little bit and what WikiLeaks has revealed. But first, Jeff is still with us in Canada. And, Jeff, you were talking uh, about uh, marijuana, I think, and, and young people. Well, yeah, actually, it was the uh, the topic that you and Dale were discussing uh, just prior to the break there regarding the uh, the pills that kids seem to collect. And I was just telling you personal experience with that. Uh, my daughters, one of them more so than the other, had made a habit of collecting pills not only from her mother's and grandmother's house, but also from other friends' parents' houses. And, and are we talking about hydrocodone, uh, opiates, uh, kind of base pills, or Xanax? Pretty much an entire mix. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had to look these things up online and actually ended up talking to a doctor and bringing these into a doctor to find out what they were. Um, and some of them were pretty powerful. And quite frankly, I would have felt a whole lot more at ease had it been marijuana. Yeah. I mean, at least that's easy to speak to. The res- I mean, the, the effects are predictable. Yeah. I mean, kids can take one pill that could literally kill them. You There's know, no doubt about that. Uh, I think Mark mentioned this over the weekend. The amount of people that actually die from properly prescribed prescription medication is in the 100,000 100, range plus. It's, it's overwhelming. Every year. Yeah, Whereas it's, it's like it's, un- it's unheard of for marijuana. That's properly yeah, prescribed. And these aren't oh, prescribed. Yeah, and if you if you start counting the misprescribed drugs and the death calls from that, you've got even more because yeah. there's a lot of misprescriptions. Uh, sorry, go ahead, and sir. And then there's also the interactions between the prescribed medications, mm-hmm. which is strictly avoided by good physicians. So when kids are doing this, they really have no idea what kind of cocktail they're concocting Whew. with these drugs. Yeah, and that's it's scary. Extremely dangerous. Not only that, uh, but some of them can be highly addictive as well. I mean, marijuana. Oh, yeah is not in any way physically addictive. It is, however, if, if you have a psychological kind of an addiction component, if you are maybe have, have a predilection towards addiction, then like it, like anything, you could get hooked on anything that you that like. Kind, and I believe that kind of person is going to get addicted to something. If yeah. it isn't marijuana, it'll be something else. It could be video games. Well, my, <laughs> point, my point being that uh, like hydrocodone or uh, these oxycodones, these oxys, the things that are hydrocodone-based, uh, which is essentially an opiate, well, it's a different version of heroin, becomes very addictive. And I had a roommate at one time who was injecting the stuff. I mean, he he Holy was crap. he had taken so much. He was taking so much. Uh, I think it was like twenty. Uh, is it twenty milligrams? Anyway, they 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 base the pills. The pills are called like twenties or eighties or whatever, based on how yeah. many milligrams are in them. And in like a twenty milligram pill is like twenty dollars on the street. The price is insane. And so, in order to cover the cost of 
doing these things. He was also, of course, selling them at the same time. And he was taking like, you know, $100 plus worth of pills every single day. And eventually it got to the point where in order to get the effect that he was desiring, he had to crush him up. And he had to holy crap put them in a syringe and inject them into his veins. Well, I mean, and, and this so is, here's the thing: it's it, you're right. You need more and more of it to get the exact same effect. This is notorious for painkillers. You know, there's a yeah. there's if and, and this is and this is not true with marijuana. People who are using marijuana medically, a big one is con- controlling pain. It's fantastic for that. And People who are using marijuana medically, they don't have to keep upping the dosage over time. I mean, it, the, 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 the health benefits of avoiding these dangerous and extremely addictive drugs mm. by using marijuana instead, and also just, uh, is, it, it's overwhelming not to mention the risk that you're taking by going and getting a really powerful pre- prescription drug. And if you look at the death rates, especially if you include all the cases of harm caused by misprescribing drugs, it happens all the time. Doctors aren't perfect. They're human beings. I forgive them for that. You know, we're all we're all imperfect. But um, but by avoiding those risks, I mean, if you if you calculate all that, if you can possibly avoid taking prescription drugs and use marijuana instead to to deal with your symptoms, then the health benefits are overwhelming, and the yeah, risk that you're avoiding is overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, could not agree with you uh, with you more on that. What else was your, um, on your mind tonight? Well, I did want to call, and I'm, I'm a regular podcast listener, and last night, or not last night, I'm sorry, Saturday night, I believe it was, there was a caller on who had asked a specific question about cell phone towers and whether or not the gear on cell phone towers could be used to hone in on a certain location and create problems for someone in that location. Um, I think that I, I work in the telecommunications industry, and I think that like most, most things, people's fears are founded in things they don't understand. Yeah. So I just wanted to call in, and, and he was more or less throwing it out to whether or not you had any experts in the field. Um, as that is my field, it's been my field my whole career, and I've been at it for over 20 years. I kind of feel qualified to speak to it to some degree. Please. Um, yeah. Cell phone towers, as you had stated, are in completely different frequency ranges than FM radio, uh, typically what you think of as FM radio over the air. Um so it's not going to have any impact on that. And the gear that's used to provide cell phone service can in no way be used to hone in on anybody. Yeah. As far as the locating capabilities of the telephones themselves, obviously you can triangulate with radio. Mm-hmm. So if I have a radio that's receiving and transmitting, I can triangulate its position based on what I know, what towers are in the area. Modern phones have GPSs in them, which will communicate their locations back to the tower, which makes that even more accurate and Mm -hmm. easier. But as far as, you know, being able to use a cell phone radio antenna for some nefarious purpose to, you know, like beam into someone's head, kind of (laughs) a la harp. Well, you know, I'm sure you probably, you're probably familiar with harp. Yeah, it's just a crackpot uh, conspiracy theory yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And that's what it sounded like to me. I mean, like I said on the air, I'm not an engineer. It sounds like you certainly know your stuff. Uh, but the little bit I do know, it's it just wouldn't make sense what he was talking no, about. No, it's certainly not anything. I mean, if the cell phone tower went up next door to me, I mean, provided it was, you know, uh, providing service in a band that my phone was on, I'd be pretty happy. As Absolutely. Right now, I, they, plus, I they'll give you money, too. They'll, they'll be, if you've got the okay. land... They'll pay you. Right, you can actually you can actually get paid to allow a cell phone company to put a tower up on your land, help you oh, yeah. pay your taxes or whatever. Oh yeah, it can be significant. 
Uh, it's so funny too that you bring that up because I just—I was just recently in a, a sort of a heated discussion about conspiracy theories and just the the whole notion of even calling them that. Right? You know, the implication was that that was a dismissive thing to be to just say conspiracy theory or whatever. Most but, of them deserve to be dismissed. I, I as agree. Far as I'm concerned. I agree. Most of them deserve to be dismissed. That's a matter of opinion, of course, but that's just how I feel about it. I, I think to to a large degree that most of those conspiracy theories, they have their foundations in a lack of understanding mm-hmm. of the area that concerns it. it well, it's of, a lack of understanding plus paranoia. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. it'd be one thing if you didn't understand how radio waves work it, or transmitters and receivers work. It'd be another thing. It's another thing entirely when you start adding into it nefarious purposes and then having your lack of understanding mushroom into this it's uh, Im- paranoia. It's also important to point out that if I am dismissive of a particular conspiracy theory, there could be a number of reasons for that. It could be one. I, I could feel that the science is just really bad. I mean, I am fairly well versed in, in science in general compared to the average person. You know, I was a computer scientist. I had to take a lot of science myself. Uh, I've read up on it. It's something I'm interested in. I think I feel like um, a lot of people know just enough science to to hang themselves. <laughs> and then, but I also might be dismissive of it because I just don't care. Jeff, I mean, it may punk. not be relevant. Thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the expertise at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you'd like. Eight hundred two five nine. 9231. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. Um, And by the way, if you like this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we invite you to become a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. Now, AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is that you send in three bucks a month to the show. We reinvest that in the show and get on more radio stations around the country. We've got 95 great stations that carry the show at various points throughout the week. We're also now on XM as well and got some good news for XM listeners coming soon about a week from now looking forward to announcing that Uh, but the continued expansion of free talk live is made possible by listeners like you through the free talk live amp program go and get details on how to get signed up, you can use any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website to make it easy for you. Go to amp.freetalklive.com get signed up. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, and more. Get the details and jump on board with AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. And if you're looking for liberty-oriented news... 
Look no further than freedomsphoenix.com. If you're uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies, you're doing it at freedomsphoenix.com, and you can do it every single day. Constantly, uh, the readers there constantly provided the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for their free daily dispatch. That's freedomsphoenix.com. Of course, we will take your phone calls about anything you want, 800-259-9231. But uh, back to the original story that we kind of touched on just barely when we started the hour out here. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything. The Guantanamo Bay uh, release, 700 leaked secret files coming out of WikiLeaks. So they're at it again. Uh, And, of course, the U.S. military and the federal government is doing this to themselves. They're the ones that are torturing people. They're the ones that are harming uh, peaceful people. And they're trying to keep it under wraps. But it hasn't worked. Unfortunately, uh, for them, at least, this information is coming out. And good for us, uh, because people deserve to hear the truth. The U.S. military dossiers obtained by the New York Times and The Guardian reveal how, alongside the so-called worst, uh, worst of the worst, many prisoners were flown to the Guantanamo cages and held captive for years on the flimsiest of grounds, or on the basis of lurid confessions extracted by maltreatment. The 759 Guantanamo files classified as secret cover almost every inmate since the camp was opened in 2002. More than two years after President Obama ordered the closure of the prison, 172 are still there. And by the way, he's, he's not interested in closing this prison. If he were interested in closing the prison, they'd close it. It's still open. They're talking about, the last I heard, they were talking about bringing these guys to the United States and just holding them here. So, yeah, we'll, we'll close Guantanamo, and then we'll just move them somewhere. Yeah. It's just crazy. So the, I wonder if they, did ha- if they did break down and do that much, if that would be... I, I, I know one of the pretenses for not giving them trials and not giving them certain civil rights... Uh, is based on the or not recognizing certain civil rights is based on this fact that they're out of the country because that seems to be something and I wonder if there are certain groups who care about that could put more pressure on them once they were here. I don't know about don't that. Know. I've heard that they've been classified as something special, like they're classified a certain way to where they can be indefinitely detained, even in, regardless even within the country. Yeah, regardless of where. Uh, but nonetheless, maybe you're right. Maybe some lawyer will pull a rabbit out if of they, his hat and if they cross the magic boundary line, then. So according to the story here, again, over 170 of them still there. The files depict a system often focused less on containing dangerous terrorists or enemy fighters than on extracting intelligence. Among inmates who provided har- who, excuse me, who proved harmless were an 89-year-old Afghan villager suffering from senile dementia and a 14-year-old boy who'd been an innocent kidnap victim. The old man was transported to Cuba to interrogate him about the suspicious phone numbers found in his compound. The 14-year-old was shipped out merely because of his possible knowledge of Taliban local leaders. The documents also reveal that U.S. authorities listed the main Pakistani intelligence service as a terrorist organization alongside other groups like al-Qaeda and Hezbollah. Interrogators were told to regard links to any of these as an indication of terrorist or insurgent activity. Almost 100 of the inmates who passed through Guantanamo are listed by their captors as having had depressive or psychotic illnesses. So we're talking about some people that have some messed up heads, like they were crazy perhaps, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they were being treated as though they were terrorists. 
Many went on hunger strikes or attempted suicide. A number of British nationals and residents were held for years, even though U.S. authorities knew that they were not Taliban or al-Qaeda members. One Briton, Jamal al-Harith, was rendered to Guantanamo simply because he had been held in a Taliban prison and was thought to have knowledge of their interrogation techniques. So they took a Taliban prisoner, took him prisoner, instead of releasing the guy, they took him prisoner so they could interrogate him about how he was interrogated by the Taliban. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you, you know, you think you might have more, uh, of a you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. You know, if you want to get information from somebody, maybe you'd have better luck. I don't know. Treating them nicely. If they were just in a prison cell and you could have the, the possibility of letting them out, maybe you could buy him dinner and then ask them the questions that you want to ask them about, uh, rather than taking him and putting him in another cage. I don't know. Maybe call me, call me crazy. Cat, you know, the whole catch more flies with honey. Thing yeah, exactly. Comes to mind. Yeah. The, the U S military doesn't understand that approach. So they also tried to hang on to another Briton, Binyan Mohammed, after charges had been dropped and evidence emerged that he had been tortured. U.S. authorities relied heavily on information obtained from a small number of detainees under torture. They continued to maintain this testimony was reliable, even after admitting that the prisoners who provided it had been mistreated. The files also show that a large number of detainees who have left Guantanamo were designated high risk by the camp authorities before their release or transfer to other countries. The leaked files include guidance for U.S. interrogators on how to decide whether to hold or release detainees and how to spot al-Qaeda cover stories. One warns interrogators the following, quote, Travel to Afghanistan for any reason after the terrorist attacks of September 2001 is a likely total fabrication with the true intentions being to support Osama bin Laden through direct hostilities against the U.S. forces. So there was no other reason in their minds that you could have traveled to Afghanistan after 2001. You must be a terrorist if it was your intention to travel to Afghanistan. It's ridiculous. You, it's not that you had family there. It's not that you had business interests there. It's that you must be a terrorist. There's no other reason you'd go there, according to the U.S. government. This is the sort of this is the sort of mindset that they will, you know, claim to try to be dispelling in people. The idea of sort of just just assuming because of just because someone is Muslim or because they're in that region that they're. They're bad. They're bad, that they're terrorists, and yet the government itself is in, is acting exactly like that. Well, of course, the definition of terrorism, the government certainly fits it. Uh, if, if terrorism is the use of violence to achieve political goals or social goals, then, you know, that's the government's main operation. That's that's what it does. It uses violence to achieve political change and uh, political goals. So according to the story here at The Guardian, another 17-page file titled GTMO Matrix of Threat Indicators for Enemy Combatants advises interrogators to look out for signs of terrorist activity ranging from links to a number of mosques around the world, including two in London, to ownership of a particular model of Casio watch. It states that the Casio was known to be given to the students at an al-Qaeda bomb-making training course in Afghanistan. Seems a bit flimsy there, but that's okay. They don't need anything that actually holds water. They don't actually have any kind of standards to which they are held as far as what their requirements are to hold somebody in a cage. They can just make it up. And there's no way that they can be held accountable for this. As you pointed out earlier, these WikiLeaks releases are the closest thing that we can look to to provide some level of accountability for this federal government. But it's just more of like information than actual accountability. It's because only what, what can you people, do? Yeah, it's only what people choose to do about it or respond, how they respond to it, right. maybe get it out into the mainstream media as much as possible. 
uh, that's that's the best we can hope for at the moment. The inclusion of association with the ISI as a threat indicator in this document is likely to pour fuel on the flames of Washington's already strained relationship with its key. I think that was the Israeli intelligence service. Anyway, it was a relationship with uh, its key regional ally. Number of detainee files also contain references, apparently based on the intelligence reporting to the ISI supporting, coordinating, and protecting insurgents fighting coalition forces in Afghanistan or even assisting al-Qaeda. Obama's inability to shut Guantanamo has been one of the White House's most internationally embarrassing policy failures. The Files offer insight as to why the administration has been unable to transfer many of the 172 existing prisoners from the island prison where they remain outside the protection of U.S. courts or the prisoner of war provisions of the Geneva Conventions. The range of those still held captive includes detainees who have been admittedly tortured so badly that they can never be successfully tried, informers who must be protected from reprisals, and a group of Chinese Muslims from an Uyghur minority who have nowhere to go. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts on Guantanamo? Certainly welcome. You can also bring up anything you'd like. Hour number two is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Joining you on air tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. Uh, Mark is, by the way, not feeling so good, so I told him he should probably stay home. It takes a lot for Mark not to show up, too. I it mean, really does. If he says he's not feeling well, I'm yeah. tempted to go check on him, you know? <laughs> really. I mean, he said that he's feeling the worst he's felt in memory, I guess. Mm. He's, he's real bad off. So anyway, uh, best wishes to him. And uh, we are here to take your phone calls, as always, 800-259-9231. For those of you just tuning in, uh, last hour we kicked off the hour and then followed up later on with more detail on this Guantanamo situation. The over 700 leaked secret files coming out of WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks uh, funneling them to various news agencies around the world, including the UK's Guardian. There's actually an interesting uh, piece of over, I think it's Slate.com, where Glenn... Uh, I keep messing up his name. Glenn Greenwald has kind of revealed the the different ways that the media has covered this story. Uh, so if you look at international media, and of course anybody that's familiar with uh, international media versus domestic media, they they know what to predict here. But for those of you that aren't aware, the way the international media covers this tends to be very critical of the U.S. federal government. 
However, the domestic media is trying to sideline it as much as they possibly can. They're they're covering it, but covering it from a perspective that isn't quite as uh, critical, I guess, towards the U.S. federal government. So we're turning to the international media uh, to get uh, to get the story here tonight on the 759 Guantanamo files classified as secret that cover almost every inmate since the camp was opened in 2002. Revealing all kinds of information, like uh, some of the people that they were torturing over there included an 89-year-old Afghan villager suffering from senile dementia. Someone you were expected to uh, believe that is a, you know, an al-Qaeda terrorist. A 14-year-old boy who'd been an innocent kidnap victim. Some of the reasons that they use to, uh, they go into the detail on what signs they look for to tell them that uh, this person could be a terrorist. Apparently, one of those signs is the fact that they would travel to Afghanistan after September of 2001. Just the whole idea that they're going to keep adding to it, too. I mean, it's getting we're, we're going to be, you know, we're, we're pretty darn close to being terrorists already, you know, just because we're talking about this. You know, uh, <laughs> I actually am a terrorist, according to the federal government, Dale, because and you might be as well, uh, because I anybody that am. anybody that uses we talked in detail about this on Saturday night with Bernard von Nothaus from the Liberty Dollar. But anybody that uses Anything besides the U.S. federal government's money, the Federal Reserve note, anybody that uses anything else, so gold and silver, alternative currencies, banana peels, whatever. whatever Bitcoins. Bitcoins, yeah. Anybody using anything else at all is a domestic terrorist because by doing that, by using something besides the Federal Reserve note, you are undermining the legitimacy of the federal government. You're undermining the legitimacy of the federal government's monetary system. You're undermining the uh, the economy. According this is all according to the Feds, and you're a domestic right. terrorist. Well, I, it's it's a healthy thing to to undermine their legitimacy. So yeah. I'm saying it right here on the air. <laughs> That's exactly. a healthy thing. So and by uh, the way, uh, I think their legitimacy is is a bad thing right now. I, right. I totally agree with you, but just saying. They're going to think you're a domestic terrorist yep. for taking that uh, that perspective. I'm going to go say hi to those guys in Guantanamo soon, I'm you sure. M- you know, you might. If we very mel- It's just a matter of time. It's a matter of whether or not they want to round us up, really, is all it is. And if they yeah. want to come get us, they know where to find us. It, it right? just takes a certain amount of effort to groom the American people to be more accepting of it. You yep. know, it's just, you, you know, you get people sort of used to an idea and they get comfortable with that. Then you can expand a little bit, get them used to that and expand a little bit and so forth. By the way, I was incorrect before. Uh, thanks to Saifei, one of my producers here, the ISI, I was calling it the Israeli Intelligence Service, actually the main Pakistani intelligence service, the Inter-Services Intelligence Directorate. Uh, they're talking about here in this uh, in this piece how just being an association, uh, in association with this intelligence service is a threat indicator uh, that the, you, you, know, you could be a terrorist. The fact that you had a, a certain Casio watch, a certain model of Casio watch was an indicator that you could be a terrorist. And so there's more here from The Guardian. Uh, the range of those still held captive, by the way, there are over 170 people that are still there, include detainees who've been admittedly tortured so bad that they can never be successfully tried. Uh, one of those officially admitted to have been so maltreated that it amounted to torture is prisoner number 63, Maad al-Khatani. He was captured more than nine years ago. Can you imagine sitting in a jail cell? And on top of that, being tortured as though being in a cold jail facility isn't torture it, enough as exactly. it is. It already is torture. But to be tortured on top of that, to be subject to this indignance for uh, nine years of your life, it's just it's hard to even fathom that. And not even have a chance at being able to speak publicly, not even have a chance at being able to be seen at a trial. 
Not even a joke trial. Not even a kangaroo court. These guys got none of that. So back to uh, Maad Al-Khatani's story. He was captured more than nine years ago, fleeing from the site of Osama bin Laden's last stand in the mountain caves of Tora Bora in 2001. The report says Khatani, allegedly one of the dirty 30 who are bin Laden's bodyguards, must not be released. High risk, as he is likely to pose a threat to the U.S., its interests, and allies, according to the report's military authors. They admit his admissions were obtained by what they call harsh interrogation techniques in the early stages of detention. But otherwise, the files make little mention of the widely condemned techniques that were employed to obtain intelligence and confessions from detainees such as waterboarding, sleep deprivation, and prolonged exposure to cold and loud music. The files also detail how many innocents or marginal figures swept up by the Guantanamo dragnet because U.S. forces thought they might be of some intelligence value. One man was transferred to, to the facility because he was a mullah who led prayers at a, Nanu, a Manu mosque in the Kandahar province. Apparently, that's good enough reason. Just, you know, be a well, religious just, leader. That literally is just being a Muslim. All right, you're yep. a Muslim, so we're going to put you in, in Guantanamo. Afghanistan, which placed him in a position to have special knowledge of the Taliban, according to the reports. U.S. authorities eventually released him after more than a year's captivity, deciding that, after all, he had no intelligence value. Another prisoner. Do you think they cut him a check on the, the way out the door? <laughs> Another prisoner was shipped to the base because of his general knowledge of activities in the area of Kaust and Kabul, based as a result of his frequent travels through the region as a taxi driver. So, because you're in the area, you may have some information that will be of use. We don't actually think you're a terrorist, but because we think that you might know something, we're going to take you and put you in Guantanamo Bay while we interrogate you. But that's what we're talking about here. Just because we want you. There doesn't have to be any reason. Now, Why would there be? They have no are accountability. These, are these the one, are these, are these, uh, now, some of these have been released. Many of these finally. folks have been released, yes. Okay, so the, of the list you're giving me, many of them have been released. So uh, this is essentially admitting, yeah, these, we didn't really have nothing on Yeah, that's side. right. We had to let them go. They've so, let go uh, hundreds of people from this facility. The majority of the people. them for years. That's right. The majority of these people have been let go. Uh, this Again, this taxi driver. It's just so crazy. I mean, I, they have no accountability, so they don't care. Even if all this information comes I, what, out, this, this is what gets me: is that this is not devastating, breaking news across the globe. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, it's at the top of the Drudge Report, isn't it? Well, but that's why isn't it? But why aren't why aren't like? No, it's not. Ron Paul's at the top well, of the Drudge I'm, Report. I'm wondering why there aren't newscasters. Just well, you know. But then again, I'm not watching it, so I don't watch the mainstream True. news. I wonder. If, Neither do I. Are newscasters freaking out about this? Are, good are pundits saying, "Oh my God, what in the world has happened to this country?" Are you know in the mainstream media? Are they? What's it going to take? What will it take for mm. them to actually be shocked at what our government does? Uh, that's that's a good what I question. wonder. If this doesn't do it, what, what could it possibly take? I think I saw this what on Facebook. Will raise actually. an eyebrow for for these people. Yeah, I think I saw somebody posting this on Facebook. That's how I found it. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking here at Drudge. I don't see it there. And usually Drudge is pretty good at uh, at following this. It's probably on the page somewhere. I just haven't looked deep in a uh, detailed way here. That's a good question. Maybe you've been paying attention. You can answer Dale's question. How is the mainstream media in the United States treating this? I guarantee you that this will historically the people will look back on this and go, "What in the heck were people thinking back then?" 
In the same way that we look back at the Japanese detention camps and the or the detention camps of mm-hmm. Japanese people, excuse me, um, and things like that, we look back back at that historically and go, "Oh my God, look how horrible we were! Now uh, we're so much better now, right? Look how much better we are now. We're so much more civilized." But they're gonna, I guarantee, history will look on this uh, with shame. Toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, and it's a huge scandal. What's going to change as a result of it? It's not like you're going to stop paying taxes, right? 1-800-259-9231. Or maybe you will. Maybe this will be the issue that pushes you over the edge. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com joining you this evening. It's Ian. And Dale. All right, so uh, we continue here. We'll take your phone calls about anything you want. Also, giving you a little more information about the Guantanamo scandal that should be being talked about everywhere, but probably isn't. Or if it is being talked about, maybe being spun in certain ways. I mean, I can only imagine how the conserva-clone talk show hosts would be approaching this. I have no idea how, because I don't listen to any of them, but I can only imagine. I'm sure they're doing something to defend the uh, the Guantanamo thing, which must feel awkward for them, being that uh, Obama didn't shut down Guantanamo Bay. So effectively, well, uh, they yeah, are defending it, Obama as well. That's what I'm wondering. They're in a weird position because it was started by Bush, and they were defensive of it when Bush was there. And, and I, there's this obvious tendency to be apologetic for your side. You know, mm-hmm. this is a this is a game. People take sides. People are apologetic for their side of things. And yeah. now that Obama's in charge. I wonder if that changes things at all. I don't know. You can tell us at 800-259-9231. Also, invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. The features there are free. Those other conservative talk show hosts and the progressive talk show hosts, a lot of them charge you. Uh, and we're not either. We're neither. Just want to make that clear. Uh, but a lot of them charge you for their websites, and we don't. So you can go and enjoy the features there for free. Like the webcam, you can watch and listen and interact because the chat room is built into the same page. So go and do those things for free over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. And the cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. MemoryDealers.com includes SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's memorydealers.com. So your thoughts are certainly welcome on the Guantanamo Bay scandal with over 700 secret documents, not so secret anymore, 
thanks to WikiLeaks, coming out revealing all kinds of information about the specifications as to why certain people were being held in Guantanamo Bay. In fact, uh, pretty much one file for every prisoner they've ever had there. And they're revealing all kinds of information. Like one guy was in because he was a taxi driver in an area in which they wanted to learn about. So they just swooped him off the streets and uh, took him over to Guantanamo Bay and held him in a torture chamber. (laughs) They're just treating people like they're not human beings. They're just tools to them. Right. If you think what they're doing to Bradley Manning is bad, and it is. It is. What they're doing to him is awful. If you think what they're doing to him is bad, it's much worse what they're doing to these people in Guantanamo Bay. And 170 of them plus are still there. So hundreds have been released over the years, many of them after they've been held in a prison cell, you know, under cold and scary and inhumane conditions for at least a year, if not more than a year. One guy's been in there for nine years of his life. Almost an entire decade spent behind bars with no semblance of any kind of uh, due process, any kind of rights. Let's continue, though, with the story here from The Guardian in the UK. So the files also reveal that an Al Jazeera journalist was held at Guantanamo for six years. Why? Well, they wanted to learn about the Arabic News Network. They couldn't just open up the Wikipedia page about uh, the Al Jazeera English. They wanted to actually find out more by interrogating one of their employees for six years. His dossier states that one of the reasons was to provide information on the Al Jazeera News Network's training program, telecommunications equipment, and news gathering operations in Chechnya, Kosovo, and Afghanistan, including the network's acquisition of a video of Osama bin Laden and a subsequent interview with Osama bin Laden. The Guantanamo files are among hundreds of thousands of documents. U.S. soldier Bradley Manning is accused of having turned over to the WikiLeaks website more than a year ago. They were obtained by the New York Times and shared with The Guardian and National Public Radio, which is publishing extracts having redacted information which might identify informants. A Pentagon spokesbureaucrat said, Naturally, we would prefer that no legitimately classified information be released to the public domain, as by definition it can be expected to cause damage to U.S. national security. The situation with the Guantanamo detention facility is exceptionally complex. You little people, you can't understand what we're up to. We're the government. We're here to keep you safe, and it's very complicated. You just have to trust us. Right. We I mean, what reason have we given you not to trust us, we right? Have, we cannot explain our actions. It's too complicated. Shh. Don't ask any questions. And releasing any records any further will complicate ongoing actions, he said. Later, U.S. officials called the publication of the Guantanamo files unfortunate saying they had been obtained illegally by WikiLeaks. The Pentagon's press secretary said that these documents contain classified information about current and former GTMO detainees, and we strongly condemn the leaking of this sensitive information. Well, condemn all you want. It's out there. It's happening. The news is there. And again, there's 700-plus files here. There's only so much information that we can give you in you know an hour's reporting uh, on this program. Presumably, you can go to WikiLeaks and, and link through to dig through these yourself. I'm not sure if they're actually linking them directly to folks or if they're just simply distributing them through uh, the news media networks at this point. But presumably, we'll begin seeing more because this news is fresh as of today. This report was written today. So only just recently have these different news organizations gotten their hands on these files and gotten the chance to mm-hmm. kind of parse through them. So who knows what well, else? Let's hope some common sense comes out of this. Let's hope an eyebrow or two raises finally. I don't, I don't know, though. 
it it's is hard to ho- have any hope for that. It, it really I don't know is. What it would take for people to? I mean, anything I that our either. government does is just it must be okay to the, some of these people. What just, will it take? That is a great question. What What will it take to push you over the edge? Not to violence. But the uh, over the edge to well, to no to longer care. supporting it to care and to speak out and to at least withdraw your moral support for it. Please, I mean, I'd it, it, love to see some people in public, you know, who are publicly well known, come up and speak out and say this is outrageous. Just just say something. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. If you want to say something, you are certainly welcome to do so. Uh, the government bureaucrat said that the Guantanamo Task Force, the review task force, established in January of 2009, considered the leaked files during its review of the ta- detainee information. The assessments of the Guantanamo Task Force have not been compromised by or compromised to WikiLeaks. Thus, any given DAB illegally obtained and released by WikiLeaks may or may not represent the current view of a given detainee, he added. So... Everything's okay, according to the U.S. government. Don't uh, ask any questions. We've got 172 people here, and darn it, we are holding them for good reasons, and we will hold them until we're darn well good and ready to let them go, even though the files show that many of these people cannot be let go, that for whatever reason they've been tortured so much, or they, uh, you know, they have nowhere to return to. Like if you let these Chinese folks go, they're not going to be, they'll probably be executed or something like that when they return back to, uh, to China. So they've got a, they've got a real situation on their hands. And unless they're willing to do something to make things as right as possible with these folks, you, they're literally, they probably will create terrorists by this whole Guantanamo situation. I mean, if you sat in a prison cell for, I don't know, uh, ten years and were, were tortured to hor- horrific yeah. experiences. I mean, that might send you over the edge, and it might well, turn you towards yeah. violence. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, but it's likely. 800-259-9231. You can share your thoughts and bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. You take control. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. Uh, Don't forget, Dale is uh, the host of his own talk radio program. It's called Prometheus Unchained. And you can grab it. When their podcast is working correctly, over at flamingfreedom.com. You discover that. You have to bring that up. You know, you're fixing the, it. You, you are fixing it, but it's important to let people know when something's wrong. And uh, there was a little problem with the, uh, the, the Flaming Freedom and, podcast. And thank you to the listener that brought it to, us, brought it to our attention. We found the problem within five minutes. We didn't even know it was a problem until someone brought it to our attention. You so. know, if it weren't for the listeners, that would have happened to me a, a bunch of times yeah. where I just screwed something up or was too tired when I did the, the archives. And, exactly. It's, it's one of these things where, like, we're, we're putting in. 
we're all adjusting the feed for iTunes, mm-hmm. and there was like an error that happened one time that got copied and pasted every yep. show after that. So if you find a problem, FTL listeners, Prometheus Unchained listeners, let us know. We want to know about it. We may not even know it's a problem. Absolutely. So go to uh, flamingfreedom.com to get more of Dale and uh, in his show, which is a weekly thing. So enjoy that over at flamingfreedom.com. Silver, gold, uh, it is... Well, a real good way, in my opinion, and I'm not an investment advisor, uh, but a real good way, in my opinion, to kind of shore up your the money that you've earned in life, the value that you've created, and to protect it from the nastiest tax in the world, which is inflation. For those of you that don't know, inflation is not an increase in prices. It's an increase in the money supply. And when the government increases the money supply, that means there are more dollars chasing the same amount of goods. And so, therefore, the price of those goods rises. And that's why you see tends to uh, that the price of goods tend to rise when you're dealing with an inflationary situation. There are other factors that can complicate things to cause sure. some goods to rise more than others or not to rise as much as others. Well, market and, efficiency can yeah. can make it so the prices still go down despite inflation. By or certain or certain products can go down. Electronics yeah. are still like going down dramatically, exactly. and they use those things. The fact that certain things are dropping dramatically, like electronics and stuff, to to tweak the inflation index. The, the in a favorable that way toward the government. Oh, absolutely! In yeah. a favorable way to make the inflation look like it's not as bad. By saying, oh, you know, electronics have gotten cheaper. But meanwhile, you can't eat electronics <laughs> you yeah, know, or exactly. clothe yourself with electronics or fuel your car, which which transports all the products around us with like with uh, electronics and things like that. So if you want to get your hands on some gold and or silver, you may do so at silver.freetalklive.com. And there are some really easy choices there. We've teamed up with Midas Resources, which is the company that is behind the syndication of this program. Um, so when you're buying through silver.freetalklive.com, you're supporting Midas, which by proxy supports Free Talk Live. And also you directly support Free Talk Live because we do get a small small portion of, uh, of the sale. So uh, silver.freetalklive.com, you've, have, you've got access to all kinds of uh, different choices there. Everything from 0.999 fine silver one-ounce pieces to the, uh, the so-called junk silver, the 90% uh, silver, which is also there as well. That's a nice, uh, it's nice to kind of mix it up and get some and do yeah. some of that as well because those are nice small pieces that are really handy. If you actually want to use silver as a currency, which is a great idea, mm-hmm. uh, those are nice small pieces to help with, you know, to help with that. Yeah, and that'll be, a, uh, it'll be really useful to have smaller pieces, especially if the, if and when the value of silver continues to skyrocket. I mean, we've seen, look at it right now, it's like 46 I know, bucks. it's like a, uh, a dime, a dime that's like 90% silver or 70% silver, somewhat, depending on the year it was, it was done. Um, that, that it was minted, something like that, you know, where, whereas in the past it may have been worth like a buck. It's getting up into, you know, five bucks. It's getting there. It's getting That's there. Getting absolutely. Crazy. Uh, so go to silver.freetalklive.com to do that. Now, you had something that uh, you wanted to discuss tonight, which kind of uh, ties into sort of the, the whole Guantanamo Bay situation in that, well, it's not quite as bad as what the Nazis did, uh, you know, back in the 19, late it's, 30s and the 40s, but... Yeah, you know, but, you know, the whole putting people in camps thing, I mean, this is what gets me is, you know, we, we, we're getting to the point now where we have these we have these immigration stops. We have these stops where we just interrogate people. We ask them for their ID. We? You mean the federal yeah, government. Yeah, there I go again. It's a very <laughs> bad habit. Um, I am I, not interrogating anyone. I need to be broken of that habit of saying <laughs> we. I certainly have never pulled anyone over and asked them for their right. ID. Um, Nor would you. So people are being pulled over mm. and asked for their ID, their papers. And my thought is, something that you hear a lot, if you're having a conversation with someone and you make a comparison, say, something that the government is doing, maybe a local government, the American, the United States government, something they're doing and you compare them to Nazis, 
You know, on the one hand, we say you, you should, if we fail to remember our past, we're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And I mean the human race is past, obviously. Yes. It's if appropriate we, to we, use we in that case. Yes. Um, so, now... But then, if you then you have other people say, if you ever bring up Nazis, then the conversation's over. You've jumped the shark. It's what is it? Godwin's law is that what it's called? That sounds right. Yeah, the internet. Law, you've, you've jumped the shark. As soon as you bring up Nazis, you've jumped the shark. No one can ever be as bad as the Nazis were, or something. And I'm like, my my thought is though, like how 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 much exactly like the Nazis does some some action have to be before it's relevant to bring it up and say, look at the historical context. Look, yeah. this is what this was what was this was a this was an incredibly poli- this was a police state big time intrusion into people's privacy. Look how horrible it was. Look at what it led to. Look at how bad it got. You know, once it started going in this direction, how much exactly like that does it have to be before it's appropriate to compare it? I, I hate that law. This yeah, whole law that you're not allowed to bring up the Nazis. What I mean? Well, well. To be clear, I just looked up Godwin's law here on Wikipedia. Apparently, the actual law is, and as an online discussion grows longer, the probability of a comparison involving Nazis or Hitler approaches. So that doesn't say okay. that it means that you've lost the argument. But that is a common thing that you'll hear: is that oh, you brought up Nazis, argument closed or discussion over. You know, you clearly have no case, right. and uh, it's being brought up because it's relevant in many cases. It's absolutely I think it's relevant, especially when you look at. Uh, I mean, the, the Guantanamo Bay. When you look at the people, people being stopped. Who are totally innocent, just being stopped and asked to prove that they are to show papers and show right. that they have a right to be to even be traveling around or to exist. I mean, this is flat out, straight out of the stuff that we always that, that we that we talked about. You know, that's that's this is a horror story that's been in the media for for decades. The whole papers, please, you know, yep. show your papers. It's in you know, it's it's such a it's such a theme of a police state, and we do it here now, but people don't, you know, they they do it. Yeah, sorry. Um, and so when you you hear, asked me to start correcting, I know <laughs> when you so when you hear about it happening, you know, but people turn the other way. It's like, oh, but this, you, you got to get those immigrants. You know, we got to get, you know, right. we got to stop the immigrants. Is this that wide? I mean, this, is it that widely used that people will just throw up their hands and say, "Oh, Nazi reference. We're not talking about this anymore." It, 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 does it really happen a lot, or is it it's just? A, it's a way to be dismissive of an argument. Yeah. It is a way to be dismissive of it. Oh, you're bringing up now. You're just getting ridiculous now. Really, you know, really? How how much? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it does happen fairly often. Now that I now that I think a little further about it, because when we talk about the issue of, and we've talked about it a number of times in the past on this program, we talk about the issue of people just being so obedient and doing whatever it is that they're told and you know we bring up that these things have happened before and uh you look at the situation with like people performing civil disobedience and uh like uh, let's see where I was going with this like the slaves back mm-hmm. in uh the 1800s in America you bring up analogies to what's happening today and you analogize back to what happened then or even with like Rosa Parks to support civil disobedience and people will bring up will say well that's not now you you can't bring that up anymore because that's that's not happening anymore to the question of like would you if you were um if you were in Nazi Germany and somebody wanted to hide some Jews, would you, you know, assist or would you snitch them out? You know, what would you do as a law-abiding citizen? What's the right thing to do in those cases? And people won't answer the question. The people it's, that it's su- analogous. The yeah. point of an ana- the whole point of an analogy, and you're right. This is another case where they try to be dismissive of it. 
oh, well, that's, that's it's ridiculous to compare that to this much more reasonable law. Right. You know? Now you must obey the law, whatever it says, because we don't have laws like that anymore, according yeah. to them. But the whole point of an analogy is to take a is to create a comparison and say, look, and the, the point of it, what you're getting down to it, the point of this is to say and to demonstrate that, look, just because it's the law doesn't mean it's right. And that continues to hold to be true. It's the principle you're trying to get at. And yeah. then the people, they want to be dismissive of that as well. Right. Well, every, it requires critical thinking. And right. uh, they don't want to have to do that. And it also might require them to look at their belief system in a critical way and possibly self-critique. And they certainly don't want to do that because then they might have to admit they're wrong. And then you come into uh, another situation. We're coming up here at 800-259-9231. You can share your thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. Once again, 800-259-9231. And, of course, uh, freetalklive.com has stuff like our webcam and the live streams and more. If you like the fact that we give you those things on the house then you can voluntarily support the show by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find handy links there to uh, Amazon. You click in through one of those links. It'll take you to Amazon for the for your country, whatever the appropriate country is for you. And then whatever you buy at that point, Free Talk Live gets a portion of the sale. It's the same great Amazon with the same great deals that you're used to. Super sa- uh, Free Super Saver shipping on a lot of different products, even used items in dozens of categories. You can just get your shopping done through our link at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. You can feel good because you're getting the same great Amazon deals you're used to and Free Talk Live benefits by uh, Amazon sending them a portion of uh, their profits. Let's go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything. Tony is listening in Missouri. Tony, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Dale. How are you guys doing this evening? Hey, just great, Tony. What's on your mind? Uh, I just wanted to comment on uh, Dale's comment. Yeah, He said, you know, if we don't know our history, it's doomed to repeat itself. And I just wanted to say, I think even if we know our history, we're doomed to repeat itself hmm. in this aspect that, uh, you know, correct me if I'm, you know, where I'm wrong, but uh, the Jews back in, uh, you know, World War II era, didn't they know that they were basically going to be rounded up and put into a concentration camp? Oh, you brought up Nazis. You can't be talking about those things. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Already. No, they didn't. They had no idea they were going to be put into a concentration camp. Not in the beginning. I I thought um, for a while, or like for a little bit, there was like warnings, and um, a lot of the Jewish people did end up fleeing Germany. Sure, the word got out eventually. There was an organization called the White Rose. This is a fairly not that well-known little story in history that I kind of kind of gleaned some of and I'd like to I'd actually like to learn more about it. I am actually speaking somewhat from a position of ignorance. I saw the movie. 
<laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, and, and they were some of the first ones to, to realize what was going on and try to get the word out. And, of course, they were under the, some of the first ones to be attacked. Put to uh, they death. Were, they were, yeah, exactly. And they were, they were, you know, it was, you know, they were absolutely right. History proved them right. And if you look back on it now, they would be the ones that everyone is saying, oh, you know, why are you being so ridiculous? You know, I mean, this is our government needs to do this because it's what, you know, it's necessary for our safety and blah, blah, blah. Um, they, but, but, you know, we're not going to learn from Rose that. Was, I White, guarantee you that. White Rose was like the WikiLeaks of 1939 or whenever it was. Yeah, that, 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 you know, that, it, exactly. I mean, they, they saw so what was going down and they had the, the foresight. These are the people that had the foresight, and they were trying to alert people to it. They were trying to get some eyebrows raised about the bad crap that was going down, and the eyebrows weren't getting raised. It wasn't until much later that people look back on it historically and go, wow, they were correct. They were completely right, and they were put to death very early on. But, Tony, I think you're, you're right in your assessment that if people, even if they know what history is, even if they know history they still are doomed to repeat it unless they choose to do something, right? Because we know all of the things that, or a lot of us know, some of the horrifying things that governments have done over the years, and we know that right now the government, the U.S. government, is doing horrible things, and uh, we can see that history is repeating itself. And the ultimate question is, what will you do about it? Because it's great to know history. It's great to understand what has happened in the past. But if you don't apply your knowledge in some sort of way that will create a better future. Right. Well, then, right. Then you can then you can just bemoan the fact that it's happening. Oh, woe is us. You know, we're repeating history again. And I guess I'll just pay my taxes. (laughs) I'm so upset about this Guantanamo situation that I'm going to file my taxes this year. You know, yeah, I'm going to obey some more regulations. Because I understand but, uh, what the history and hand, is, and hand your ID over nicely when the when the policeman pulls you over because you're uh, because you're for a border control check. Just go ahead and hand your ID over. Don't 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 assert your rights. Don't say that there's something bad badly wrong happening. You know whatever whatever it is. Just uh, let the TSA you know put their hands down your pants and mm-hmm. uh, don't do anything. Just. Don't question it. This is how it's got to be. If you want to fly on this airplane, you, you better be sexually molested. First. Yeah, and, oh, and don't forget, if you see something, say something. This is the big uh, campaign from the, from the federal government. If you, you know, They're doing it at Walmart. No, now, that's not I'm, like the Nazis. Right. Hello? I, again, I, you know, I, someone's going to be dismissive of me because I compared that to the Nazis. What, 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 how, again, how, how much like the Nazis does it have to be <laughs> before it's okay for me to show that? Exactly. Well, Tony, thank you guys for your time. Thank tonight. you for Talk your to thoughts. You I appreciate the observations at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Well, it's different this time, Dale. Oh, sure, sure. There are, let, let me try to take their uh, their position. Uh, yeah, okay, I understand what you're saying, that it, it does seem to have some uh, some similarities to the Nazi situation. But this time, it's different. This time, it's America. We're under attack. Yeah, exactly. What reason has America given anyone to not trust them? I mean, oh, oh, wait, the WikiLeaks that's coming out now that shows they've locked innocent people up for years and years in Guantanamo Bay and tortured them. Well, no, you've got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. I mean, we're talking about terrorism here, Dale. We need to keep people safe. We can't just have people like you around questioning things. Now, if you keep questioning things, we've got a camp that's specially made just for you. I mean, how far away are we from that anyway, we collectively in this uh, country? How well, far? Considering how we are pretty much, like you, like you said, just by speaking the way we have and suggesting alternative currencies and suggesting that maybe 
the American government isn't so legitimate. We're now terrorists. And then, then that, if we get categorized that way, then we're a step away from the camps. Bernard Van Nothaus is looking at 25 years in prison. He's yet to be sentenced. He's been found guilty. Right. By a group of his so-called peers for making an alternative currency, which is not supposed to even be close to looking like the, you know, the Federal Reserve note. He's going to go to jail for that. How long is another question. Bradley Manning is in jail. Bradley Manning hasn't even been found guilty. He's been being punished. Bernard von Nodhaus's associate, Kevin Ennis, has been in jail. This is another awaiting running trial. theme of people being in jail for long, you know, the whole, the whole notion of having uh, access to a speedy trial discarded as for all practical purposes these days and people are in jail for long periods of time and being punished being arrested being punished um purposefully before they've had a trial and before they've actually been proven guilty this is happening this is running rampant all over the country it seems like there's plenty of outrage about bradley manning thank goodness there should be there should be more outrage about that but don't look at the bradley manning situation and think oh that can't happen to me oh it's just one person because that's the camel's nose under the tent, so to speak. That's an example. We may not know about other people they have uh, that they're holding. They may not have made a splash like well, Bradley and, Manning did. And more did. and more, they're cut off from, from public so much that you mm-hmm. can't really get – you can't try to there's, – there's this sense of cutting them completely off so you can't feel empathy for them. I mean, if, thank God there's some word getting out, but not, not by any – not from any help from them, the mm-hmm. people that are putting them in there. There, there were some words getting out as to how horrible his treatment is and how horrible it is that the you know, but that not they they're not they're doing their best to cut these people off from the world so that people can't like get a sense of empathy for them. Those are those bad people. Don't worry, we're locking them away for you. That's you don't right. have to think about them. Just just put them out of your mind. We're protecting you America. Know. You don't need to be thinking about that stuff. This is you need to be safe, right? Just go along yeah. to get along. Do whatever we say. We'll take care of you. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Shh. It's all right if we've taken your grandma and locked her up. Who cares? She was an enemy enemy combatant. Why? Because we said so. I mean, it don't. You, you can't laugh at it. It's not. It's not. It's not funny. It's not like sorry, I'm not joking. Because we, we said so is pretty pathetic. If you look at these cases that are the being Guantanamo. WikiLeaked right now, seven hundred people. Plus. Yeah, seven hundred people. A lot of people having been released, and now we know that they were held there. As innocent people who had no business being there for years, they were tortured, they were treated like crap for years and years. Um, They'd be lucky if they got a plane ticket to get out. And then we're supposed to accept, because we said so, we're supposed to say, well, obviously you're trying to protect us, so we should just trust you? Really? Well, that's what they've been telling us all along. They're they're here to protect us. I mean, you believe them, haven't you? 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's what Obama has said. That's what B- George Bush has said, and likely the presidents before him. It's my job as president to protect the American people. Really? Protect me from what, exactly? The U.S. federal government is the biggest threat to American, uh, American freedom and freedom around the world. If your freedom is in jeopardy, it's not because of somebody hiding in a cave in Afghanistan. How long are they going to be able to milk 9-11? I don't know, man. To do whatever the hell they want to do. It's going to be, this is the 10-year anniversary coming up this year, so I'm sure there'll be all kinds of maudlin, uh, sentimental, uh, excessively sentimental nonsense uh, being bandied about regarding 9-11 this year. It's it's 2011 now. It's been 10 years. 1-800-259-9231. Who knows what kind of awful ideas they'll uh, put forth in another six months. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves for five months. 
Bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour number three is coming up. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there for free. We give them to you. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you. I bet we've got more for free on our site than those other hosts charge you for. Find out for yourself, though, at freetalklive.com as we jump right into your phone calls. You can bring up whatever you want. Mark is listening to WTAR in the Norfolk area of Virginia. Hello, Mark. Hey, how's it going, revolutionary? Hey, what's on? I prefer evolutionary, but nonetheless, I, I appreciate where you're coming from. What's uh, what's on your mind tonight? Okay, um, you know, like I, the WikiLeaks news that's out in the um, recent news and such, and this isn't the first instance of WikiLeaks. First of all, you know, I, I, I really don't agree with that. I think there needs to be a little bit more security associated with the press, okay? And I know you guys are going to shoot me down for that, all right? But that's that's my first point. But in, and secondly, the analogies to Nazi Germany, they just don't, you know, okay, I get it. You know, there's grandparents alive that lived through it. It was a horrible, horrible thing. But I honestly don't see that as a fair analogy. There's been tragedies in human history dating way, way back. You can go, you know, whatever. Maybe, maybe he's not. I'm open to this. Can you explain, like, how, like, like, my point was how much like Nazis Germany does it have to be before we take that as, like, a red flag that we should be concerned? Okay. Do you not feel that history could repeat itself and that it could that the American government could do that? No. I mean, okay, uh, you, you it just, can't happen here, it, Dale. Why, why do you not? Why? why what, what is special? Uh, did you did you not? I mean, and also my thought on the WikiLeaks thing is you've heard what's gotten gotten out. How bad does that have to be before you think that it should get out there? I mean, how 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 uh, abusive of human rights do they need to be before you think the word should get out that bad things are happening to innocent people? Well, you know, and I heard you use the expression, oh, you know, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And, okay, now, I'm, the, you know, I'm not on board with breaking all the eggs you can break just to get to an 
an end means. However, yet I, but, I mean to make that analogy to to Nazi Germany. I mean, more way more recently than that was Rwanda, right? Where okay. over a million and a half people died in Rwanda. Should we, should we have done nothing or, or or done something? Well, we actually did nothing. Should we have done nothing? Who is we? When you say we, you mean the U.S. federal government, right? Is it wrong, in your opinion? I don't think it's wrong for the United States to throw a little bit of protection out there for countries going through dictatorships that are killing hundreds of millions and thousands. I get it, man. I appreciate where you're coming from. You're looking at the atrocities around the world, and you're saying to yourself, something must be done. The U.S. government, they are you know, out there. They've got the big bad fighting force, and they should do something about it. Uh, I don't think it's wrong to want to help people that are in a, a dire situation. But what is wrong is to use violence or the threat thereof in order to fund your little miss- mission well, that you want to go on. It's, what it comes down to also is I don't trust the U.S. government to do it. And to do it in a, in the in the right way, because they have demonstrated that's a good point that, that they are not reliable to do things the right way. And this and 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 when you say, well, we got to do, you know, you, you're essentially saying the end justifies the means, the whole omelet breaking a few eggs for an omelet. And I'm like, right. really? I'm sorry, innocent people for years and years being tortured and held in prison. Uh, that's okay. that's justified I mean, for for what? I mean, seriously, how bad does it have to get before it's okay to say this is really scary? Okay. Uh, when when are our eyebrows going to go up? Let me give you an analogy then. Say the United States did get involved with Rwanda. And say we killed 300 people unjustifiably, which would have saved a million people. Would that have been a fair trade? I don't, I don't get to make those choices. I don't feel as a human. I don't make the choice of who does who do, who who gets to die so that other people can live. Yeah, I won't so make those. I, 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 I make don't. Those choices. I, I, no, I'm not saying that, that that if you try to get involved in something like that mistakes won't happen or something that there won't be mistakes happening. But I don't get the sense that there is effort being made to prevent that to the extent that it needs to be. And and I don't expect the government to do it. As it is, because it's so unaccountable, because they don't want anything getting out, because there's not this sense of, you know, the sense of caution being taken to prevent that from happening. And if, if I felt like that was, if I felt a sense of that, I would probably be a lot more forgiving that, you know, okay, mistakes happen and some people died that didn't deserve to die. I mean, but, but, but I don't feel like that's, I don't get that impression that, 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 that our government is trying to be in any way accountable. Well, see, honestly, that's where I think that I, I differ say our government. from you guys. <laughs> okay, I, but you I, haven't really... I, I, wait, haven't, what, what do you mean you differ? You haven't said much convincing to defend that position, though. Okay, okay, here's, here's the thing. I think that there are steps in place, and when something bad occurs, and it gets leaked out there to the press, and maybe that's justifiably so, too. There's First Amendment rights, and everybody's privileged to that information as well. And if, those, if that information gets out there and gets twisted into a negative way, now that can be used against the government in such a way where if they did 100 right things to prevent things that maybe none of us aren't knowing or understanding, that one oh boy is going to get you and form that opinion. And really what I don't hear from you guys is the correct solution to it. Because what would have stopped, since I brought up Rwanda, I'll continue with that, what would have stopped a million and a half Rwandans getting killed? 
It's a good... Do you have an answer for that? I don't think you guys do because I never hear an answer. Here's, here's my, my answer for you. My answer is always the same. And if you haven't heard it, you just haven't been paying close enough attention. You bring up this uh, hundred right things for every one horrible thing. The idea that, uh, well, we're seeing all these horrible things the government has done. What about all the good things that they're doing? Nobody talks about those things. Well, I don't care what it is that they're doing that's supposedly good because their means are corrupt. In order to go and give children food over in Afghanistan or save people in Rwanda or you know help people here in America, they have to hurt people first. They have to threaten people with violence in order to get them to turn over money for taxes so that you can go and do your supposed hundred good things that nobody knows uh, head nor tail about. The, the, the means are inherently corrupt when it comes to the government. So as far as helping people in Rwanda is concerned, I would never use coercion to force people to help other people. If it's a good idea to go over and help those folks with whatever that means, maybe bringing them food or bringing them weapons or you know hiring mercenaries to help them out, I don't know what it means to help those folks, but whatever it is, I don't want to force people to do it. Does that make sense? I, can I add to that? Hold on. I want to make okay. sure that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. The, the force part? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I get where you're going there. Okay, right, because when you, when you plant you know, a, a rotted seed like that, uh, force, you're going to have all kinds of consequences that come out of the use of force that, cause, you know, that are much worse in, in many cases than what you were trying to uh, prevent. And, and here's the thing also, is I don't see anywhere near 100 good things for one bad thing. I see it at the very least the total inverse. I'm sorry, I see lots and lots of harm. And, and you're bringing up Rwanda as an example when we did not help over there. You know, we, the, US sorry, we, the U.S. government did not help over there. There. It's not my government. Um, so, so that's kind of the point is that they're going and fighting wars based on really bad uh, issues. You know, issues that are based more on where the money is coming from. You know, where the the, the war machine wants them to go. It has little to do with helping innocent people or things like that. That's just the front story. If they're helping innocent right. people, it's just because you know they want oil or and some other political things, benefit. All those things that you talk about, the good things that that, that the government could do. Most of those good things are things that, that can be done that don't require the violent power that, that, that the government holds. Not only that, Helping but if you were to- people doesn't take that. Helping people takes people, you know, contributing and, and giving stuff, you know, for the most part. Well, okay, the terrorist act of 9-11 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago. Now, I believe fully in my lifetime, in your lifetime, in our, our lifetimes, we're going to see another catastrophic terrorist event. Okay. Probably. And, and what the government's doing now isn't going to help to prevent that. I'll tell you what. We'll bring you back. You can finish your, your you point here. In a, hold that thought, helping. Mark. Hold that thought. We'll bring you back here in a moment, and you can finish your point. 800-259-9231. Uh, plenty of time for your, tho- uh, your thoughts, your calls. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Are you also one of those people that believes, oh, it can't happen here. This couldn't turn into a Nazi police state. It's Free Talk Live. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. (laughs) 
is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Dale. And the features, by the way, on the site include archives. So if you missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website. Uh, the last week's worth is there on the front page, and then you click into the archive section. That'll take you all the way back to late 2006, all of it for free at freetalklive.com. Now, if you've ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney, you need to know about jurisdictionary.com. In fact, even if you have an attorney, you need to know about jurisdictionary.com. It's a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers that want to minimize their legal fees and maximize their winning by knowing just what those lawyers should be doing for you. It works for plaintiffs or defendants and costs less than an hour with any good lawyer and is so easy an average eighth grader can go through the complete four CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. That's jurisdictionary.com as we continue here discussing the issue of uh, the U.S. federal government and whether or not it's doing good around the world. We've got uh, Mark on the line in Virginia listening to WTAR. Mark, are you still with us? Still with you. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Can I answer a question that Mark made? Was there a question? I I I didn't believe he said. He said, said, um, why would I not expect – how do I know that what they're doing isn't protecting us from, from terrorism? And my thought right off the bat is, why in the world would I expect what they're doing to protect us from terrorism? As Ian was pointing out earlier, I would expect more terrorists to be created by the behavior that they're engaged in. And I would expect uh, them searching every single passenger going onto airplanes to not catch, uh, to, to not catch terrorists. I, I expect them – this is all security theater. I'm sure you've heard – have you heard that term? Doing, this yeah. is security theater. It makes you feel like you know, they're doing a lot of busy work. Meanwhile, as long as terrorists know they're doing that, they're going to find a different opening. The very nature of terrorism is such that it's, it's, it's nigh impossible to, to catch it before it happens. It's okay, one of those things that the, the, the very nature of it, I mean, you need a, an incredibly intrusive police state. police state to have any hope of ever catching any of it. And there's and, still going to be openings, and that's what they're going to pursue. Go ahead. So, I agree with that, which is why I was saying – that in our lifetime, we're going to see something again. Yes. And you can bank on that, and it's, it's going to be another horrible day. Now, Does it bother you know, that in the meantime they'll be building a police state? Look, having said that, I, I'm not telling you that I agree with everything in the Patriot Act, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and I realize it infringes on Fourth Amendment rights. And which is going to produce some, you know, technically, I guess, by the Constitution, illegal search and seizures. But if what they're doing has stopped one 9-11 incident and you think that's worth it? Yeah. No, not at all. What about doing? What about going to war over over it? What about using it as an excuse to go to war and lose? Way more soldiers and and innocent lives over there over the war that they're using to that they're justifying through it. Just, what about the billions of dollars that's come out of our economy that has hurt people uh, over all of this? Wait a minute, uh, wh- wait how a minute. does this possibly add up to being a positive thing? Hold on, let's look at let's look at let's look at history here for just a brief moment. What they're doing created nine eleven. What they're doing by getting involved in other countries' business around the world and other people's uh, conflicts. What they're doing by taking those sides was creating the blowback that created 9-11. And if you look since then, and you look at all of the examples of the supposed evil terrorist plots that they've broken up,
up. You look at the the guy in Portland that was going to blow up a, a, tr- a truck bomb or something, a van bomb out, outside of a Christmas tree uh, lighting celebration. You look at all these different examples, the guys down in Miami, etc. These people have been set up by the federal government agents. The federal government agents are always part and parcel of making sure that these things happen. They're the ones putting the ideas into people's heads. They're the ones handing them the uh, the bombs and the plungers and everything. So, I mean, there's no evidence to even suggest that what you're saying is true. And there's they're no creating these situations. The federal government is creating a show by instituting fake terrorist acts either. I'm sorry, what, what? was that? Are, are you insinuating the federal government is enticing fake terrorist acts like Christmas absolutely treats. they're enticing people into and, and doing what evidence do you have of that sir? every single story dude every single one of them no evidence of that None. go look at every single story that i don't have the exact names of these people in front of me right now but there was one just this past uh six months during the christmas season didn't you hear about the guy that was supposedly going to blow up a, a van outside the gigantic christmas tree celebration yeah, every, every, every terrorist that they've claimed credit for catching is someone that they went to and tried to sell them the materials themselves for a bomb and like, oh, oh he did. He, he bought it from us, and he was going to set it off. But you don't believe him, that? Fortunately, we gave him fake bomb materials. So, haha, jokes on you. you we think, caught a terrorist. Do you think we're jiving, you man? Do you think we're joking and it's, we're it's, making this, this is crap not, out? This is not. This has been out in the mainstream news. news. You know, this is out in the mainstream news. We're not pulling this out of our asses. Man, look, I, I just okay. There's just. There, there's a happy medium. I, I get where you go. The happy medium is to I leave people alone. The happy medium is to stop aggressing against peaceful human beings. That's the happy medium. Anytime you've got a government around, you've got people that are using aggression on an institutionalized basis, and that is it's just wrong. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Look, if you don't want to believe it, that's fine, but every single story we've talked about, you look at the headlines, every yeah. Every time the federal government Security is tr- theater. Every time they're trumpeting themselves, we stepped in, we saved you. We've got this bad guy here. He was going to set off a bomb. You should be it, so scared. It, well, we caught a, him. And Ian, when you pointed out that they are caught, that if you look at the history, without a doubt, nine eleven could have been avoided if we weren't being spending billions of dollars in, in invading other countries. Yeah, they if, if they weren't spending billions of dollars that they stole from us to invade other yep. countries, we wouldn't be there in the first place. But even if you don't buy into that, if you if you don't agree with us on that, I agree completely. Even if you don't, when he said, well, even if it stops one terrorist attack, are you kidding me? Do you, you know what your odds of being, uh, the odds of being, you know, you die in a car accident far more likely than you you be in a, in a terrorist attack. Absolutely. Just ignore all the stuff the government's doing that's invading our privacies, violating our rights, give, doing illegal searches and seizures, uh, TSAs, they're about to, if you ignore all this stuff, your odds of being in a terrorist attack are, are minute. This is a this is a fear that is being trumped up in our minds to an, ex, an exorbitant extent. Yes, I think there's going to be another terrorist attack. It is going to happen. They are not going to prevent it. It's going to happen. And it sucks. And we will be in mourning as a country. We will be mourning Warning all the people, and it's because and, of what they're doing. It's because of what they're doing, and but but the point is, even if you don't believe that, how can you feel that this is a this is a worthy sacrifice? That uh, sacrificing all of our freedoms, living in fear every moment that we might be in a terrorist attack, is that the way you want to live your life? And Jeez. that's what they're doing. They're trumping up this fear, and they're keeping us, will, making us willing to give up everything that that matters to us, and, and for for this, for what? For this illusion of right. safety, for nothing but an illusion of safety. And it never ends. All this security theater, it will never end. It will never be. It will keep escalating, and they will keep. And then when it, they will, they will need. 
another terrorist You know, attack. how long will people like... For people to keep justifying this balarkey. Well, that's right. Because how long will people like Mark continue on with that self-justification? How many checkpoints will you have to go through on your way to work in the morning? How many house-to-house searches will you have to subject yourself to? And how many times will you be able to tell yourself and your, your wife or your kids or whatever as you're, you're sitting there as the masked goons come into your house tearing it apart looking for a terrorist? We're here to look for terrorists. Stand aside, citizens. All that for an illusion of safety. Right. How, lo- how many times will you go through that and go through all these checkpoints and tell yourself, well, if it just stops one terrorist attack, you're being terrorized by the government. They're the ones that are terrorizing you. They're the ones that are forcing you and subjecting you and stealing from you and threatening you. Hello? This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And you can bring up whatever you'd like, of course, on the air here as well, 800-259-9231. And by the way, over at freetalklive.com, you'll find all kinds of features, including listening options. We've got live streams, broadband, and dial-up flavors for you there around the clock, 24-7. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is available over at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, you'll get details on our 95 great radio stations that carry the show throughout the week, our satellite listening options, including XM, as well as our free-to-air satellite channel, webcam, and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial in long distance. Go to listen.freetalklive.com as we continue uh, taking your phone calls here. And we go to Dan listening in California to XM. Hello, Dan. You're on Free Talk Live and you're listening to, I think, America's Talk XM 158. Dan in California. Dan in California going once. Dan in California going twice. All right. Well, instead, we'll go to Matt listening in Illinois. Matt, you're on the amp lines. Hello there. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I hope Mark is still listening. Um, the, the last caller you had, mm-hmm. he uh, mentioned Rwanda and was talking about uh, uh, how, you know, what would have happened if we had just gone in there. We could have saved millions of lives, we being the federal the US government. government. Right. And so he demonstrated a um an ability to to understand the seen and the unseen. What he sees is he sees the United States as the police the policeman of the world. And um and he wonders why the policemen of the world didn't do their job in Rwanda uh and what would have happened the unseen of course was what would have happened if they had done their quote unquote job in Rwanda. And there's another way to look at that, and that is what would have happened if the United States had never become the policemen of the world. And we, we being the American people, had to take personal responsibility. He asked the question, what, would, what, should, what should we have done? The question he should have asked is, what should I have done? And if we, or the United States government, had never 
become this expected policeman of the world, and we didn't have all these taxes imposed on us as individuals, then the individuals in the United States might have taken more responsibility for the people in Rwanda, might have donated a lot more money, might have donated their time. Doctors might have flown over there to help out. People might have even gone over there and volunteered in the Rwandan army to help stop the scourge that was going on in Rwanda. We don't know what would have happened if the United States of America wasn't expected to be the policemen of the world. It is unfathomable how much good is stifled because of because of the government taking complete taking control like this. I mean, the the economic damage that is done is like you said, so it's unseen. It's impossible to nail down what would have been you know, as you're saying, exactly as you're saying, the the money, the growth in the economy we might have experienced that wait, would make wait, us even better. Wait, right. hold on a second. If we hadn't been the world's police, you all know we'd be speaking German right now <laughs> or Japanese. Uh, we needed that uh, government to help right. protect us from the from Adolf Hitler. He'd be rolling over here and he'd be taking oh, you everything You mentioned Nazis. You mentioned Nazis. <laughs> oh, conversation over. Sorry. You're, all your points are invalid now. Well, of course, that is an invalid point, the idea that we'd be speaking German. It's ludicrous to believe yeah. that uh, the Nazis would somehow been able to take over this uh, this country. It's crazy. But people say that believe, stuff. I don't believe that. It might happen. We don't know. But it's, it's very unlikely that would have happened. We, we were a very heavily armed society, and for the Germans to have come over here and to think that they could have marched through our cities like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I doubt very much that would have happened. Matt, any but, final thoughts uh, for us? No, it's just that I thought that was a good example of the seen in the unseen. Good thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Uh, 800-259-9231. Let's continue. I think Dan is actually with us now. Some phone issues there. Dan in California listening on XM, America's Talk 158. Hello? Hello. Can hey, you Dan? hear me now? Yes, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. I feel like that cell phone guy. Hi. Um, I do have a comment on your current subject, but on your previous one, just a quick statement. Um, the people that say that uh, so and so doesn't is a, isn't a citizen and therefore doesn't get the right to a trial. Uh, if they just picked up the Constitution and uh, read the uh, uh, Bill of Rights, they would see that it has nothing to do with who it is that is granted the right. That's it's correct. a limitation of government. It's actually a point of point of clarification. Just a little bit of a nitpick on the word used. It's not granted the rights because the Constitution doesn't grant you anything. The Constitution exactly. is just a set of rules for the government to follow. It's supposed to enshrine rights that you already have as being a human being. You're absolutely right. The word citizen doesn't appear until I believe the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, exactly. So, yeah, you nailed it. Now, on your um, current subject about uh, uh, security theater, I think you called it. That was an excellent mm-hmm. uh, phrase, which I plan to use now, because I've been saying for years, I, uh, during some of my layoff periods, uh, you know, the economy's been in turmoil a lot longer than people say, but uh, I was working at the airport in San Diego, and this was after 9-11, it was a year after 9-11, mm-hmm. and I noticed that uh, there were busloads of people without airport badges uh, being bussed onto the airport grounds where the um, airliners were parked to clean out the airplanes. And when they came back off the property, the, the bus came back empty, and then the people just straggled back on foot. And uh, they happened to mostly be speaking Spanish, as far as I could tell, which isn't, you know, to say necessarily they were uh, illegal aliens, but that um, they were definitely uh, lower 
income workers without the documentation. I need an airport badge just to run a parking shuttle. I never set foot inside the airport, and I needed a badge that took me several months to get an FBI background investigation. Mm-hmm. So my, my feeling is, um, according to the official story about box cutters being planted on the airplanes and everything uh, for 9-11, they hadn't done one thing that I saw when I worked at the airport. There wasn't one thing that they did for security that would have prevented the exact same thing from Absolutely. happening again. Yep, I totally believe it, Dan, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the observations at 800-259-9231. And that's right. The security theater is there for you. It is there to make you believe that something is actually happening to keep you safe, even though in point of fact... Uh, the TSA's own security tests show that they can't find uh, bombs or, or bomb parts or guns or parts of guns to save their lives. It, they fail over and over again, these tests. Major failure rates, like 70-80% uh, kind of failure yeah. rates at detecting these things. So it's all about an illusion. It's all about making people think that they're safe so that the government can grow. So that the government can continue to infringe upon more freedom, take more money, increase the size of its bureaucracies, and become even more of a police state. And anybody that doesn't think this is a police state isn't paying attention. Right. You just aren't paying attention. You've got internal checkpoints now, and not just the ones that are within 100 miles from the border, the permanent installations that you'll find down around the southern and northern uh, borders, but also just checkpoints, you know, DUI checkpoints. You've got the state of Texas just this last uh, few months. There was somebody that uh, put forth a piece of legislation. I don't know what its status is, but uh, John Bush and some of the activists down in Austin went into the Texas State House dressed as Nazis and went around uh, to the different offices of these senators and representatives that supported to this give legislation. Them a, a Nazi Award. Right, it gives them a, a Nazi award on behalf of the, you know, the Nazi party and thank you for this. Because they were creating a new law that basically made it so that the Texas uh, police can do checkpoints for papers. Yeah. Let me, let me be clear in case you didn't hear that, in case you've got the cog- cognitive dissonance plugs in your brain right now. In Texas, they want to legalize checkpoints for paperwork. Okay, it was bad enough when it was DUI checkpoints. We already knew that was an excuse to search for drugs and to look for people's How pervasive paperwork. would that have been? I did not read the details of that law. Like, is this the kind of thing, literally walking down the street, you would better have your paper? You it, wasn't made if it, was, it wasn't made clear to me. I, I haven't read the law. Um, John Bush may be able to help with that better uh, from the Texans from a, for accountable government. But... Um, you know, it definitely would be cars, at the very least, stopping oh, yeah. everybody with their cars on the pretense of, well, we need to check your papers. Hey, it's just a paper. If you're a good little citizen, then you don't have anything to fear, right? And oh, who, no, it's not Nazi. How do you maintain the pretense that, that driver's licenses are about good driving, <laughs> about driving well and safely? Yeah, it's, it's about obedience. 1-800-259. people and treating them all as guilty until innocent. Yep, and taking their money. 800-259-9231. Moments remain. Enough time for your thoughts. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. The 
is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free here in the remaining moments. Maybe we'll uh, be able to get your call in here, 800-259-9231. And, of course, you may call in about anything you like. Joining you on the air this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. Uh, once again, 800-259-9231. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy the program, you can help us out a little bit by promoting the show. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Get a whole list of things that you can do there to get Free Talk Live to more eyes and ears around the world. Uh, promote.freetalklive.com will take you there as we continue taking your phone calls. Let's talk to Mark listening in West Virginia to WVTS in Charleston. Hello, Mark. You're on Free Talk Hello, Live. I just- how you doing? This hey. is another Mark. Uh, just, just give me a chance to get it out. I know you guys are going to beat me up. But the, the United States has forces in Europe and in Japan and in, in Korea on the, on the Pacific Rim. And if our forces were not there, there would be no peace. There's never been peace there since the beginning of history. But since we're there, we have provided some good. You so don't I'm create good through evil, sir. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying that peace is good. The ends oh, do not justify the means. I'm, I'm all for peace. I, I don't, I, can, I don't know that I'm as confident. I'm not. I'm definitely not as confident as you in that. I just am not sold on that. The ends don't, don't justify know. the means anyway, dude. You're using violence to create the supposed peace that you believe exists. And that's exactly why I don't have faith in that. But, but the other thing is, I mean, you don't know. Again, the unseen. You don't know what sorts of what would be happening and what sort of well, we what sort of history. social progress would be happening history. if people were if if if. If other means had been pursued, if if there had been other, you know, if people had been allowed to resolve their own conflicts without us trying to police the world. And again, well, us, I, I shouldn't want, say us. I, I haven't been that. trying to police the world, but the U.S. government's trying to police the world. And they're. Right. I, I don't know if we can police the world, but I'm just saying that history shows that. But that's just you're suggesting, forces, though. That's what they've that's what they've been doing. And you're basically you're yeah, saying it's I, good. I, it's a good thing. We can't. Well, we can't police the whole world, but I'm just saying. As part of the argument, as part of the discussion, because it is free talk, I get to say something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do believe that we have provided peace. So, for example, this cell phone I'm on, that flat screen you're looking at, that phone you're working on, it's because we have provided peace in that area. No. I, I just want to throw that in. No. You don't know that. That's, I, I know that you well, – I, 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 I no, you're jumping to you're jumping to the conclusion that, as our pointed, caller pointed out earlier, Matt pointed out, the unseen. What you don't know is how things would have played out had the United States federal government not gotten involved. Had there been more creative methods of encouraging peace rather than through the use of force, uh, and you know the idea that uh, the U.S. federal government is creating peace in the world is completely false. I mean, it is uh, it is out there sowing the seeds of yeah, violence around the I world. Said, well. I'm just using those two examples of how we have – because where we're not, there's war. Do you believe that peace can come through violent means, sir? Well, I believe the police – like, well, I, I, that's all I really wanted to add to it. That's I, I just a question. You, guys, you don't have to answer it. Do you believe that peace can come through violent means? I do believe that there's levels of that, and I do believe you can bring peace to people that are just tyrants, and you have to stop them. I do believe that, yes. Has Kim Jong-il been stopped? Are his people at peace? Or are you just talking about peace between the fact that there aren't missiles flying between northern and southern Korea? Hello? Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I am saying that. I am saying there is no missiles. Well, there is missiles flying every every day. We just don't hear about it between north and south. I mean, if you you are looking at the news recently, they just, North Korea just bombed 
or just thought some artillery into South Korea. That's true. So my point, my point is though, is that, and and I'm not, and, and I'm, most of what you guys are saying, I'm with you 100 percent because I want a small government. I don't want checkpoints. I've, I've I've been where they have checkpoints. I've set checkpoints up, and Jeez. I don't really want that in the United States. So. I just wanted to throw that into this. Good. Well, I'm glad that, I'm you glad you can't... feel that way at least because that's certainly the wrong direction uh, to go in. And I agree with you that the right direction is toward a smaller, you know, government and hopefully eliminating the federal government altogether someday. Because as long as you have, and they sent you, and thank you for the call. As long as these people have the tools of violence at their disposal, that's what they're going to use. And mm. violence cannot but, be the root of peace. There's just no way. As long as all you, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail, and that's the what that's what ha- that's what's happened. We spent. We, we've we've uh, sorry. Um, Feds. The U.S. government has taken billions upon billions, trillions out of our economy and mm-hmm. focused it into military might. So yes, everything looks like a nail to that. You know, when that's our hammer, and the unseen damage of all that um, is just phenomenal. Not to mention the terrorists that we have inspired by our invasions into other countries and our intrusiveness into other countries and our and our and our egos of believing that. Uh, the, 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 the U.S. government has this ego of being the police of the world and the, that they are fixing everything in these other countries and that, that the world would go to pot had they not had all these bases there. And if we weren't spending billions of dollars on a daily basis all over the world and the unseen is the economic damage of that, the theft of all that money to support this war machine, the uh, who knows what economic boons we'd have. You know, we're, you're talking about the cell phones or he spoke about the cell phones that we have because we've kept peace over there but who knows what technology we'd have if people if 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 the money hadn't been taken out of our economy for innovation and and if the regulations weren't there keeping people from innovating and it's it's un, it's unfathomable and, and the idea that there's peace is actually an illusion of course because you know go ahead look at north korea please take some time to learn about north korea and the lives that people live over there it's like you're in 1950 the technology do you want to talk about technology <laughs> They have TV sets, so they've like kind of advanced to the 70s to some extent in some areas, but they don't have power all day long. And you know what happens when they don't have power? They tell a story to the people. They tell them that it's because the Americans are attacking them, that the Americans are uh, constantly attacking North Korea, and that the American imperialists are always you know, out to get Kim Jong-il and the North Korean people, and thank goodness for their dear leader, uh, Kim Jong-il, who is doing everything he can to keep the country like? safe. What does that sound like? The, the, you know, the, 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 when, when, uh, there's this, the, we're getting told a story, too. Yeah, you we're can't have freedom because our, of our, our government. Th- this is, you know, this is a, we're doing this to protect you, and the, you're, the reason there haven't been any terrorist attacks is because we have been vil- vigilantly protecting you. Right. And, and when we stop and check your ID, so we can stop those bad people. So and if we weren't doing it, you would be, all this horrible stuff would be happening. The North Koreans tell a lot of lies. The North Korean governments tell their people a lot of lies uh, to justify the tyranny that they live underneath. Um, however, they wouldn't be able to lie about the U.S. federal government because they are to some excuse me. They are telling the truth to, about the federal government to some extent. No, it's not true that the government's bombing them, and that's why the power is going out. The power is going out because it's central controlled economy. It's communism, and that sucks, and that results in real issues. But uh, yes. the, I think it's also enhanced. It's definitely communism, but it's also enhanced by the fact that there's all these 
uh, blockades to trade. And, and but imagine instead of uh, the U.S. government having gotten involved in that particular war, uh, instead of that having actually been a a beacon to the world of liberty, a beacon to the world of peace, a beacon to the world of the free market, of what the market can bring, what the peace and the free market can bring to the world, the prosperity that that can bring. They wouldn't be able to label the uh, the U.S. Uh, federal government at, as you know the the enemy at that point. They'd probably be labeling the Russians or something else like that. But they wouldn't be able to point to the U.S. because that it wouldn't be true that uh, it, that the U.S. is imperial, and it is. That's the one true part about what the North Korean government tells its people. And, it, and that's and this is the thing is it's it's not you know no we're not attacking they're lying to their people. But what is happening again is there's all these blockades to any kind of trade with North Korea. And here's my thing: I have this huge beef with North Korea uh, for their you know there's it's this communist tyrannical state. It's creepy the way they worship their leader. I have all that, but I don't see that. I like I don't feel, see the solution to that is cutting them off from any trade with the yeah. outside world. That's a problem they need to work. Th- they need to work through. Their people need to figure out that that's but, not right. But a lot of those problems and, and, you mentioned and fight are, for their sovereignty are very similar to the things that happen here. It's just the difference yeah. is only in degrees. Let's go to Ed listening in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ed. How you gentlemen doing? Hey, good. Ed, go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, and let me run these by you. And I'll let, I know you don't have much time, but I like to hear y'all comment on a little few of these little factoids. Go for it. Number of American civilians who died worldwide in terrorist attacks last year. Eight. Eight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Minimum number who died from being struck by lightning. Twenty-nine. Thank you. Uh, number of American soldiers who died in combat last year. Four hundred and fifty-five. Now listen to this one. Minimum number who committed suicide. Four hundred and seven. Mm. Uh, and I'll leave y'all with this. That doesn't include, by the way, the suicide number doesn't include the ones that are incredibly, you know, mentally damaged for the rest of their lives or physically, you know, harmed as well. Right. An estimated cost on that, $1 trillion to take care of it all in the next future years. Mm -hmm. But I'll leave you this from Tom Payne. Y'all maybe put this up on your wall there. The world is my country. All mankind are my brethren. And to do good is my religion. Talk to y'all later. Thank you, Ed. Always appreciate the thoughts. Let's get John on in Florida, listening on XM, uh, America's Talk 158. Hello, Ed. John. Yes, sir. You got about 20 seconds, dude. Go quick. Yes, sir. Michigan State Police download cell phones. Not only issue for cars, but commercial drivers. It becomes a self-incrimination issue because not only we're not allowed to have cell phones on while we're driving, but... uh, Yeah, now they can just grab all your cell phone's information uh, by plugging it into a machine. I thank you, John. We're out of time for tonight. See you tomorrow online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. It's the shirt you wear most and essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt. And for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more, but we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional street collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today, and you'll also receive free monogramming and 850 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just 1995. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. 
Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Jane Neal Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.